0: God, by your abundant grace. And Father, we worship you. We bless you. We say thank you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Make up for the Lord. you may be seated, since you see seated, you may be seated. Okay. We may take our seats. I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Now, pass money in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Yeah. To humble myself before the presence of the Lord most high God in this place. He is present. Amen. Amen. I acknowledge the presence of our man with God, Pastor Jutsu. I acknowledge the presence of every leader present in this service today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I acknowledge each and every one of you who made it to this service. Praise the Lord. Are we happy to be here today? Amen. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Hallelujah. And we are rejoicing and we are glad in this day because we know that this day has come with something new and great for us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So today we are going to, to learn from the Word of God. You can give us Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. The Word of God says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. And as the same uh, scripture and good news. We can welcome our online audience. So the Bible says, "Remember the Lord in everything you do, and He will show you the right way." The sign. Trust in the Lord before your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Praise the Lord. So today we'll be talking about trusting in God. Our theme for the message from the Lord today is trusting in God or trust in God. The Bible has told us in Proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 that we should trust in the Lord with all our hearts. I remember the man God talked about seeking God on Wednesday and he talked about how people must, how we must seek God with all our hearts because that is what the Bible requires of us. The Bible says we will only find God if we we seek him with all our hearts. Amen. And so, in Proverbs, we are encouraged to trust in God with all our hearts and never to rely on what we think we know. Why should we trust in God? Because life is unpredictable. Amen. Life is unpredictable. Life cannot be predicted. As we live here on earth, we cannot tell. Do we have anyone who can tell us what will happen tomorrow? You can lift up your hand and we'll clap for you and we'll start following you and maybe worshiping you. Do you know what is going to happen in your life tomorrow? Do you know what is going to happen or what kind of a weather we'll have tomorrow? Do we know what, what events will take place in our lives tomorrow? Or not just tomorrow, maybe a few minutes from now. No one can tell, amen. We live by faith. So now that is why we must trust in God because life is unpredictable. We must trust in God because God is the one that knows all things. He's the one that knows tomorrow. He's the one that knows what will happen next in our lives, in our families, in the world. He's the one that will happen. He's the one that knows that will happen next. That's why. He, The word of God encourages us to trust in God. Amen. Amen. When things are good, it is very easy to keep trust in God. That's been to me. I trust in God. Amen. And uh, if we say how many of us trust in God, almost all of us, in fact, all of us will lift up our hands to say, I trust in God. But now... The truth is, many of us can claim to trust in God, but only a few of us actually trust in God. Hallelujah. Or maybe I depend on God, but only a few actually or truly trust in God. We'll see as we go on what I'm trying to say. So, when things are good, everybody can trust in God. But now it is more important to trust in God even when things are hard, when things are difficult. In difficult moments, in hard times it is very important that people must learn to trust in God when things are hard. Because it is God that is going to give you strength to pass through those hard moments. If we don't trust in God when things are not okay, then I don't know where we are going to get our strength. Hallelujah. So it is very easy to trust in God when everything is moving our way, when everything is moving okay. But now when things begin to get sour, when things begin to go wrong, it is very difficult to trust God. But now that is the very moment where God expects us to trust in Him. It is very important that people must learn to trust in God when things are not okay. Hallelujah. Because God, God's unchanging character gives us confidence for a better tomorrow even when things feel unsteady or unstable. Amen. God has got a character that is not changeable. It is unchanging. He says of himself, um, in Numbers 23 verse 19. The Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he a son of man that he should repent or he should change his words. So now, we must trust in this God It is because his unchanging character gives us confidence when things seem unstable or unstable in our lives. When we trust in God the, the character of God that doesn't change is the one that gives us confidence that even if things are like this, I know that the God I depend on is going to make things better. Amen. Because God is unchanging. He is not man that he should lie. Why does the Bible say that? Because God has said in his word that he will do certain things for his children. He will do certain things for us. And he will not change. He will not fail to do those things. That's why we must trust in him. Because the word of God is true. Hallelujah. He is not a man. We must trust in him because God is not man. Man can promise but they will change their mind. Sometimes they get, they get promised, but they will fail to fulfill. Sometimes they not, they don't deliberately fail to fulfill. There are people who, who really want to help you. There are people who really want to help us. But sometimes they have failed to help us because circumstances have failed to allow them. Amen. We are in the world where many things are happening. People are going through a lot. There are people who are genuine. hearts There are people who are generous. They want to do things for us. But now they are incapable because situations cannot allow them. So now, when people have failed to help you, that is why you must trust in God because God has no limits. There is no point where God will fail to help because situations are limiting him. There is no point where God will help will fail to help you because he is lacking sufficient or he is lacking funds. Amen. At all times, he has everything. He is capable and he is able at all times, at any time. That is why we must trust in this unchanging God. Praise the Lord. Life changes at all times. Things change every day. But now, we must trust God because God is the same. Yesterday, he is the same today. And he will be the same forever. Amen. We must learn to trust this God who never changes. You know, I said it is very easy for someone to say I trust God when things are going on well. It is very easy for us to say we trust God when things are okay. When your job is satisfying, that you are getting a good pay, you feel yourself. Uh, financially, it is very easy for you to think you trust God. And when you have friends who you can uh, depend on, whom you can rely on, when you are enjoying life, it is very easy for you to trust God. But now, when your marriage is stable, just when your life is looking stable, it is very easy. But now, in as much as life, there are people that are can say my life is stable there are moments in life where you feel your life is now stable you have you have you have worked hard you have earned some money you have built some houses you have bought some cars you have married well you have beautiful children you have in a nutshell you have success in the eyes of the world amen but now because i said life is unpredictable there are moments that Even when you thought you were safe, like last time I was sharing in the case of uh, the story of Job, when Job thought he was fine, everything was okay, that's when an enemy struck and and trouble came in his life. So if Job did not trust in God, he was going to lose it. Amen. So now, in this world, even when life seems stable, even when everything seems okay, there are moments that will come that you begin to discover that the love that the person you love so much is falling sick. And sometimes you might lose them to death. In that moment, what do you do? If you discover that the money you so much thought you had, the money you thought you, you had, you, you were safe because you had so much money, you discover that you have lost the money. In that moment, what do you do? In the moment you have discovered that the most trusted people in your life are the ones betraying you. The friends, the family, those people that you look up to, they are the ones betraying you. In that moment, what do you do? That is when, that is why we must trust God. Hallelujah. Life changes. It is unpredictable. The people that we look up to, many times, they are the people
1: that disappoint
0: us. Family members, friends. Those people that you think they are so close to you, they are the ones that the devil sometimes will use to to injure you. Amen. To betray you. That's why people must learn to trust in God who does not injure people. God will not betray you. God will not disappoint you. God will not fail you. That's why you must learn. I must learn to trust in him. Praise the Lord. How can you stop them when things no longer make sense? When things are no longer making sense. When the future is not certain. You know, sometimes we live in a world where you work hard. There are people that work hard. There are people that are working hard every day, day in, day out. There are people that are hustling. There are people that are studying hard. There are people that are intelligent. There are people that are doing their best to make it in life. But sometimes it seems as if their best is not good enough. Bakungo is that they started a long time ago That things are not working out What do you do When your future is not certain? When you think about tomorrow And you can't get an answer You think about next year And you can't get an answer You think about five years from now How is my life going to be And you seem not to understand What is going to be happening You seem not to understand What the future looks like You try to create a picture You can't create it Because there is nothing to paint about your life There are moments in life where you think about 10 years from now then you begin to wonder, if I was to paint a picture of a life that I dream of, what kind of a life am I painting? You seem not to get certainty or you're not sure what kind of a life you're going to have. In that moment you must trust God. Hallelujah. That is the moment where we are expected to trust the God that knows our tomorrow. The one that knows our future. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We must trust in him because we trust in the capability that God has. Because we know that Hallelujah. we trust in his capability. We trust in his reliability. When we say God is reliable, when we are saying you are reliable, amen, you are so reliable, what we mean is that we can rely on God. We can look up to God and God will not fail. We can trust in him, even in the dark, that God will shine on our path and we will still walk through. Amen. Amen. So, we must trust in the reliability of God. We must trust in the ability of God. Trust that you can rely on him. Can give us Ephesians 23, verse 20. Three point. We must trust that we can rely on God. We can depend on God. Because God is capable. God is able. And the Bible says, now to him who is able, I said you should trust in the ability of God. When things don't seem to make sense, when the future is not certain, you trust that God is able. Amen. Amen. Even if I can't see clearly what tomorrow holds for me, even if I can't see clearly what is going to happen next, even, even if it seems like everyone else is making it and I'm the only one who is failing, I must trust in God who is able. Because God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Hallelujah. We must trust in the God who is able, because the Bible says he can do exceeding, You know what happens to people? When you begin to think about doing things your way, you begin to limit yourself. You know, sometimes we draw a line. We say, in 2026, I want to build a mansion. I want to build maybe a four-bedroom house. And then God is saying, in 2026, I'm going to build a mansion for my child. You know, sometimes we limit ourselves when we begin to think about doing things our way. That's why the Bible says we must trust in him who is able. To do exceedingly. To exceed is to go beyond. God is going to do beyond what you think, beyond what you expect, beyond what you know, beyond what you have planned. That is why you must trust in him. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, abundantly means to go overboard. You know, sometimes you might plan to do certain things your way, but now God is looking beyond what you are planning. That's why trusting in ourselves is is, is, is actually limiting ourselves. Trusting in ourselves is actually failing to, 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 to submit ourselves to the will of God because the will of God is perfect for us. So God is able to do exceedingly. He's able to do abundantly. Not just abundantly but above. Exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think of according to the power of God that is work in us. How many of us are children of God in this place? All of us. And as long as you are a child of God, you must know that there, there, there is the power of God at work in you. And all that power of God that is at work in you, it is the one that activates you to, to be able to have access to the mighty works of God. The works that go exceedingly in advance Praise the Lord. So we must be able to understand that God is able. That is why we must trust in him. And we must also trust in the truth of his word. Praise the Lord. In John chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, And through him everything was made. Without him, nothing was made that was made. So without the word of God, without Jesus Christ being in the picture, everything that we see, nothing was made that was made. So we must learn to trust in the truth of God's word. We must learn to trust that there is a creative power in the Word of God. We must learn to trust that the Word of God can make things come into the reality. We must be able to trust that the Word of God is the truth of our lives as children of God. The Word of God is the actual truth that we must live by. Amen. Because all things were made through the Word. The Bible in Genesis says, God said, let there be and there was so now it is the word of god that creates things it is the word of god that brings things into being we must learn to trust in the truth of the word of god we must also learn to trust that god uh, we must trust we must learn to trust what god says about himself and we must learn to trust what god says about us praise the lord in malachi In Malachi chapter three verse six, the Bible says, "We can take a step.
1: We see what God says."
0: In Malachi chapter three verse six, God says about Himself, "About Himself, for I am the Lord, and I do not change." So this takes me back to what I said in Numbers. 23. God says he's not a man that he should lie. And now in Malachi he's saying, I am the Lord and I change not. So we must learn to trust what God says about himself. He says, I am God and I do not change. If he says, I will do, he does. If he says, I promise, he fulfills. So we must learn to trust what God says about himself. Trust in God. When he says, I am Lord. And we must learn to trust what God says about us. In Romans, it's okay you can't go there. In Romans uh, eight, verse thirty-one, the Bible tells us that we are more than conquerors through Christ, who did what? Who loved us? So that is the truth about you and I. We are more than conquerors. In difficult moments, all we must do is that I'm more than a conqueror. Even this shall pass. Amen. This shall pass too. In struggling moments, we say I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who loved me. Sometimes we fail to be more than conquerors because we don't trust in God. Sometimes we trust in our own ability. We trust in our own strength. We trust in our own power. But now the Bible says we are more than conquerors, not through our own capacity, but through Christ Jesus who loved us. Hallelujah. And I want to make it clear to us that trusting in God, is more than a feeling. Amen. Sometimes we feel as if we, we trust God. But trusting in God is more than what we feel. Trusting in God is choosing to have faith in what he says. Even when feelings are saying something else.
1: You know, sometimes
0: you may feel as if you want to give up. You might feel like, I, I just want to give up on this business. It is not working. I've tried I'm tired. I want to give up. Those are feelings. Those are emotions. But now trusting in God goes beyond that. It goes beyond. It is actually choosing to have faith in what God has said. Regardless of what feelings are saying. Regardless of what your emotions are saying. You might be saying I'm tired of this marriage. I'm tired of this job. But men and you are not promoted. Me, I'm tired of working like this. I want a better life, I want a better tomorrow. But now, trusting in God goes beyond that. In as much as you are feeling like that, you must end your complaints by saying, All in all, I still trust in God. I know that God has a better plan for me. Amen. Because trusting in Him means to choose to believe that God will make things better, to believe that God will change things. Regardless of how they may seem, Praise the Lord. Because emotions change. One minute change that you can feel like this this minute. Then you feel that way the other minute. Emotions they change. They come and they go. They are influenced by circumstances. You might discover that you are feeling low when you are alone. And then when your friends come, they make you joyful. You start laughing, you start you, you begin to be happy from nowhere because emotions they change. They come and they go. But now, trusting in God is a different thing. It is constant. It doesn't change. Amen. Trusting in God is actually having faith in the God that knows our future. Praise God. Now when we talk about trusting in God, not being a feeling, we are not saying trusting in God is ignoring how you feel. Amen trusting in God is not ignoring the feelings or the emotions you are having at that moment. To trust in God is not pretending that things are okay when they are not. It doesn't mean that when we are saying, I'm trusting in God I'm saying everything is okay even when the things are not okay. Trusting in God does not mean you know that there's no minmiu at home and you, you, you are saying, no, minmiu is there. Trusting in God is not saying when you know you don't have any money in your pocket then you're saying, yes, I have something in my pocket. But you know you actually don't have That is not trusting in God. Trusting in God is not ignoring what is happening. Or it is not ignoring our emotions. But it is being obedient to Him even when it is difficult. The emotions are there. You're feeling bad about what is happening. But you're still obedient to what God has said. Praise God. You are still obeying him. Say, God, I know this is how I feel. I know this is hard, But I know that you are the one that holds my future. Praise God. Trusting God is also to feel comfortable. To be honest with God about anything. Trusting in God is being comfortable with God. Being honest with him about anything. Being open to him. Telling him what things are like. Pouring ourselves ourselves to Him, being open with God. Amen. Hallelujah. God is much more reliable than your most trusted friend. I want to encourage somebody in this place. You might have a best friend at the moment. My only best friend is my husband. I'm looking for a friend. If you want to (laughs) apply,
1: so um. There are those of us
0: who've best friends. Sometimes we trust in our best friends, our besties so much, such that you can pour out your whole information, your whole personal information, your whole data, your blood because that person is your best friend. Sometimes we trust, those who are married, you trust so much in your husband, you trust so much in your wife, such that you feel very safe with them. And then we head of husbands that have stabbed their wives or, or wives that have stabbed their husbands dead. even children that have stabbed their parents dead. We are hearing of those things every day. That that tells us that man is not reliable. They might be so close. They might be so close to us, but they are not as reliable as God. I want you to you to take me to Proverbs eighteen, verse twenty-four. There is a friend that sticks closer. Amen. Even thinking as much as we have, but these. I want to concentrate much on that thing. But he says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But B says, But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That friend is Jesus Christ. Amen. That friend is Jesus Christ. You can take me to First Peter 5-7. <clears throat> Don't put your whole trust in people. Human beings change. Human beings have emotions. Sometimes they get frustrated and they frustrate you with them. Sometimes they get injured and they want to injure you with them. So, you can trust people but not as much as you trust God. We must trust in God because God sticks closer than a brother. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. We can trust in God and cast all our cares on God because he cares for us. You know, there are people that you think, I can confide in this one. I can can tell them my my personal issues and this person will, will help me. He's my bestie. She's my bestie. And you think you are confiding in someone. That someone is also confiding in someone. And the other someone is confiding in someone. You see that you're not safe in the world. We are not safe in the world. Because you might confide in someone who Whom you see, you think is your bestie. And that bestie has a bestie who has a bestie. So everyone will confide in someone. You know, we need to be praying for our brother. Know what he's going through. And then that brother will confide in another brother. Say, you know, that brother told me that brother is going through this. We need to be praying for him. And that brother will confide in another brother. You see, we can cast our cares on God because he cares for us. God is the only one who truly cares. There are people that you will confide in and immediately you leave that place, they will say, I don't care. You might be going through, but it's none of my business. But it is only God who truly cares. You can complain to God. You can cry at the feet of Jesus Christ. Jesus will never gossip about you with John the Baptist. Amen. He will never gossip about you with with John or anybody. Jesus is going to carry your burdens and make them his and his will give you a lighter budget. That is what he says in his word. We can trust in God because God cares for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now I'll, I'll just give us five tips and we'll be done. I'm a woman of words. It's not easy. <laughs> Hallelujah. John chapter 8, verse thirty-two. the Bible says you will know the truth the truth will make you free. We are free because of the truth we know. Amen. So how can we trust in God? Number one, we need to look into the word. If you want to trust in God, you must search into the word. What does the word say about you? What does the word of God say about the situation you're going through? What does the word of God say about your tomorrow? What does the word of God say about your past? You know, the word of God says everything about us. It says about the past. It says something about the present situation. It says something about the future. So the word of God is a full package. If you want to trust in God in this life, look into the word. Search the scriptures. Discover what God says in his word. What does God say about you? The word will help you find out the truth about God. I say, because of the truth we know, we have been made free. The word of God will help you find out the truth about God. You will understand like Job said, that I know that my redeemer lives. So even when you are going through a difficult moment, when you know what the word of God says about God, you will say, I know that my redeemer lives and that in the end, he will give me justice because you know the word. In a trying moment when you are tearing down, when you are crying, you are breaking down. You will not break down like those who do not know God. Because you know God, even in the tears that you are crying, you will cry like a believer. You will say, God, it is painful, but I know my tomorrow is greater than my yesterday. But I know that my tomorrow is better. Because we know that God, is the, uh, God in the valley is the same God on the mountain. We trust that God is going to walk with us. Even through the valley of the shadow of death, he will be there with us. So when we know the truth about God, we will be confident to pray. prayers of confidence, even in pain. Hallelujah. We will know how powerful God is. And we will know what he can do. And we will know that he has helped people before. I said the word of God, Talk to us about the past. It will talk to us about the present. It will still talk to us about the future. The future we don't know. The future we have not seen. The future we have never been to. The Word of God will tell us how tomorrow will be. So if we want to trust in God, we must look into the Word. The Word of God is going to help you relate your situation to a past circumstance. For example, in the case of David. David had past experiences that kept, gave him confidence. He said, the same God who was with me when I faced a bear, the same God who was with me when I faced a lion, he would deliver me even from the hands of this uncircumcised Philistine. If you have got past experiences that you can relate to, you can relate to them. But before you go there, you must go into the Word. Find out what God did before in the past. Find out what God did for the people in the past the word of God. Find out what God did for Daniel when he was thrown in the den of lions. Daniel was there walking and there, there was another man with him. When when of Meshach and Abednego were thrown in the bed in the bedroom, in Venice, the Bible says they were walking and, and when they came out, not even their hair was touched by fire. They didn't even smell like fire imagine those guys were thrown in the very fire and when they were brought out from the fire they didn't smell like fire
1: the Bible says
0: there was a fourth man, you can relate to those issues, look into the word of God, be encouraged because you know that God just like he did it for David, just like he did it for Hannah, just like he did it for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego he can do it for you and I even today Praise God! He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number one, I said you must look into the Word. Number two, you must ask God to help you overcome your unbelief. If we want to trust in God, we must ask him to help us overcome our unbelief. He can take us to uh, Mark chapter 9 verse 24. The Bible says, immediately, the father of a child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help me overcome
1: my unbelief.
0: You read this story. This is the story of a man who had a sick son. That son was, uh, uh, who was born like that had a mute spirit. That spirit used to attack him, that evil spirit. And this man, when he heard that Jesus was there in their town, he took uh, his son to the disciples because Jesus at that moment was not with the disciples. And the disciples the Bible records that the disciples did not manage to cast out that spirit. So this man came to Jesus and he explained the situation of his son. And Jesus said, "You he people of little faith. And then when the spirit saw Jesus that spirit attacked that boy and the boy fell to the ground. And Jesus commanded that spirit out of that boy. Yes. And this man cried and he said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. If we want to trust in God in this life, we must ask him to, overcome, to help us to overcome our unbelief. I said, we must Learn to trust God and be honest with Him, be open to Him. It is not a sin to be open with God, to tell him Lord, I want to trust you, but I'm failing. You know, there are moments where you really want to trust in God. You really want to depend on God. But the way things are looking, when born again and you get discouraged, you begin to think, oh, a are things going to get any better? And because of that, your trust in God affected. Amen. Our trust in God sometimes we get affected but now this man said, I believe. You imagine he saying I believe then he also said, help me overcome my unbelief. There are moments where we are believing partially in God. We are trusting that God can take us out of that situation but now when we look at the situation we feel Mm-mm. okay I know God is able but you know, there are those moments. Like in the case of, is it Peter who was walking on the water? Is it Peter or John? It's Peter. So, when that guy was walking, that man, when he was walking on the water, when he started drowning, he knew that there was Jesus in that place. And because his friends were busy shouting, making him afraid, and he, 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 he shifted his focus from looking to Jesus. He started looking at what was happening. started looking at how deep the water was. How how terrifying the ocean was. And then he started drowning because he shifted his focus. But now, he cried to God and God saved him through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. It is the same. This man said, I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When we focus on how deep the ocean is or how deep the water is, like Peter, we are going to drown. But even when it looks like we are drowning, when we call on the name of God, he's going to come through for us. So when we are going through difficult moments, we must ask God to help us overcome our unbelief. But if we are trusting in God partially, that we'll discover that the deliverance that was supposed to come as a full package, it will will come half-baked. Because our faith was half-baked. So we must trust in God fully, not passion. It is not very easy, but if we ask Him to help us, we are going to achieve this. Amen. Amen. Ask God to help you overcome your unbelief, because it is one thing to know the truth. It is one thing to know that Jesus is with you, and it is another thing to believe that He is actually with you. Praise God. <laughs> a group in a zone that okay it's true god is with me because many can confess god is with me but is is he actually with you so it's one thing to to know the truth and it is another thing to actually believe that truth praise god when life takes an expected turn. Ask God to help you. If life is not going the way you you wished or you planned or you hoped, it would go. Ask God to help you overcome your belief. Amen. Because it is in those moments when things seem as if they they are not working that God wants to come through. That is what makes him God. If God is going to come through for us when things are perfect, then we will not see a miracle. But when things seem, or challenging, that is when God wants to come through because that is what makes him God. He is not man. Praise God. Number three, be thankful for the good things God has done for you in the past. We must be thankful for the good things. Even for those little things that we think they were little, those little good things that God has done for us, we must be thankful Because 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 18 says, we must give thanks to God in all circumstances because that is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Give thanks to God in all circumstances because that is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Every one of us who is in Christ Jesus, God wants us to be thankful people in all circumstances. Amen. I referred to David, I said David was able to refer to his past victories. He said the same God that was with me. You can do the same. We can look at the things that God has done for us before. We can look at how God made it possible for us to pass an exam. We can look at how God made it possible for us to cross the road. You know, it seems simple, but it is a miracle. On the same road that people cross and they are bashed, You crossed and you were saved. It is a miracle. We can look at those small things that you think they are small, actually they are big things. We can thank God for crossing over to the year 2023. Hallelujah. We can look back and thank God for crossing over to the year 2022 when we were in 2021. All of us in the world wanted to cross over, but not all of us actually crossed over. So you can look back and say, Lord, I thank you. And because I know that you make this possible, you can still make many other things possible. Praise God. Look back to the past victories that you had and be able to thank God if you want to keep trusting in God. Hallelujah. Number four, be spiritual. If you want Keep trusting in God in this life, you must be a spiritual person. Hallelujah. You are not right? but all we know is that as long as we are children of God, we are spiritual people. Amen. We are spirit beings. So if you want to keep trusting in God, be spiritual. A common struggle in life or in difficult times is a feeling of helplessness or worry about an unknown future. Many times we struggle with the feeling that I feel helpless or I feel hopeless. That is the common struggle that many of us are going through, helplessness, hopelessness and. Uncertainty of the future. But in such moments, the leading of the Holy Spirit can ease the struggles. The leading of the Holy Ghost can ease the struggles. In such moments where you feel uncertain about tomorrow, such moments where you feel no one is coming through for you, no one is helping you, where you feel stuck or stagnant, the leading of the Holy Ghost is going to make it easy for you by guiding you to acts of obedience. He's going to make it easy for us by guiding us to acts of obedience, obeying God regardless. Obeying the Word of God regardless of how we feel, regardless of how it looks like, or regardless of how the situation may seem. The Holy Spirit will help us. He will guide us into obeying God. The Holy Spirit may not always give you the big picture of what the future looks like. You know, we dream big. Man, oh, and all of us in this place, we want good things. Amen. We love good things. And we are going to have good things. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. We are all going to have that beautiful life. But the Holy Spirit, as He is working with us, He will not always give you that bigger picture. Are we together? When you are doing business, God is not always going to show you that big boutique. He's not always going to, to show you that big business that you're going to have. The Holy Spirit will not always give you the big picture, but he will show you the next step. The Holy Spirit will not always show us the bigger picture, but he will surely guide us. He will show us the next step to take. That's why we must be led by the Spirit. We must be spiritual people. Walking closely with the Holy Spirit will not only give us direction, but he it will, he will remind us that we are not alone. he can give us John chapter 14, verse 26. When the the time But the truth is, we will be reminded that we are not alone. Even as we are going through challenges. Praise God. The Holy Spirit will remind us that. We are not walking alone. No the Bible says, John 14 26, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I say to you. Jesus says the, whole, the, the Holy Spirit is our helper. He will help us it will teach us four things and bring to our remembrance four things that Jesus said to us. Is it John chapter 16, verse 33? Uh, Jesus said something. He said, In this world you will have struggles. In this world you will have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So the Holy Spirit will remind us of those things. He will remind us of the things that Jesus said to us. He will remind us that weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. He will remind us that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will feel no evil. He will remind us of what God has said to us in his word. That's why it is important for us to walk hand in hand with the Holy Ghost. Walk together with the Holy Spirit. Be spiritual. If you want to keep trusting in God. Last but not the least, if you want to keep trusting in God in this life, pray always and wait on the Lord. Regardless of what is happening in the world, you no, know, the world is changing every day, people are changing every day, things are changing every day. But if you want to trust in God in this changing world, you must pray always and wait on the Lord. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1, the Bible encourages us to, Jesus said, men ought always to pray. The Bible encourages us to pray at all times. He was talking about the story, the parable of the widow and the judge. I'm sure most of us we know that story. So Jesus said, men ought always to pray because prayer changes things. Because prayer can touch even the heart of the hard king, a bad king. Prayer can touch the heart of people. Prayer can change things. That's why men ought always to pray. As a believer, if we must keep on trusting in God, we must be prayerful people at all times. Never stop praying at any time. I remember our pastor tells us about those things. The other week when I was preaching, she talked about the same. That we should never stop praying. Because every stage requires us to pray. Because every stage has got an enemy. Every stage has got its own attack. So we got to pray. We have to pray. Do not feel safe. Never come to a place where you are now safe. You are now comfortable. The moment that you begin to feel you are safe, just know that you are in for it. That moment that you feel, abamanja, na pempe na maningi, so manja jamu pempele alushevenza, na pempele kuche pokuja na pogo na sometimes na pempele we have already laid the foundation. Just know that you are in serious trouble because this life that we live, it is not funfare but warfare. Hallelujah. We must pray at all times because life is unpredictable. So pray to the God who knows the beginning to the end and the end from the beginning. We must pray to the God who knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So He is the one that deserves to be trusted. We must pray to Him because He is the one that knows better. Amen. On God, because He is the one who has a perfect plan for our lives. I said we must pray always and learn to wait on God. Why must we wait on God? Because He's the one that has a perfect plan for our lives. Sometimes we all we have to do is wait on God. Sometimes when we have worked so hard and things are not working, all we have to do is wait, sit back and wait. Not just waiting, but waiting on God. There are many people waiting for things that are unknown. But to those who are waiting on God, I can confidently tell you that you're doing the right thing. If you're waiting on God, you're doing the right thing. So we must wait on the Lord. Do not always push harder. When you are pushed hard and the door is not opening, stop pushing and start waiting on God. Amen. When you have worked hard and things are not happening, stop working hard and start waiting on God. As long as you know that you are in tune with God as you wait on him, definitely you will come through. Praise God. It is not very easy to do, but it is possible. Because his word tells us that those who wait on him, he will renew, he shall renew their strength. You can take us to Isaiah. Isaiah 40. Isaiah 14, verse 31. The Bible says, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Praise the Lord. So everyone who waits on God, the Bible says, God shall renew their strength. They will mount up on wings as eagles. Have you read that scripture that says even when an enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise the standard for his people. There are moments that an enemy comes in like a flood because the flood will cover almost all the corners. But now even when the enemy thinks he has done it, God will raise a standard for us. will start walking on the air so that that attack will not come near us. Amen. Even when we want to dash our feet on a stone, the Bible says God will, will put angels' charge over us and we will, preserve, will be protected. So, people must learn to trust in God because God is going to make us strong even at our weakest the bible says those that wait on god shall mount up on wings as eagles they will run and not be weary when things are difficult when others are giving up you you will keep running and never get tired because the lord is your strength amen they shall walk and not faint when others are walking and they are getting tired you know like in the case of the israelites when they were walking the wood and wilderness so many years When others are fainting, because God is with us, we shall walk and we will not faint. People will just wonder to say, how come? It is simple, the Lord is with us. Praise God. So I want to encourage somebody, even as we are crossing over to the next year, I want you to take it personal that. All the days of my life, I will trust in God. As I am crossing over to this new year, my life depends on God. Whatever I want to achieve, I trust in God, I will. Whatever I want to do, I trust in God, He will make it possible. Whatever things did not work before, I want you to take it personal and say, I trust in God. I trust that God will work it out. No matter how, how difficult it seems, no matter how impossible it seems. one thing to say I trust in God and it is another thing to actually trust in God. Why is it that sometimes two people trusting in the same God, praying the same prayer point, doing the same things, the other one will receive the answer, the other one will see change, the other one will begin to experience the power of God or the the, the works of God will be evident in their lives and the other one will still be in one place. What differentiates us is the dependability we have on God. How much we depend on God. How much we trust in God. Saying it is not enough, but practicing it is what is needed. Praise God. Practicing trust in God. Trust in Him. Depend on Him. No matter what it looks like. It may be dark, but you must trust that the God I'm walking with will shine the light in this darkness. Praise God. We may be outstanding. Before the pastor comes in, I just want us to make one prayer to God. This day, I don't know if it's afternoon or morning, but it's still morning. We are going to offer this prayer to God this morning. Say, Lord, help me overcome my unbelief. We want to believe in God. We want to trust in God. But we get overwhelmed, we get overwhelmed by what is happening. Sometimes we get discouraged by people. Sometimes we get discouraged by what we see. I want us to pray say Father, help me overcome my unbelief. First we will say thank you Father for the word. Then we will pray that Lord, help us overcome our unbelief. As we go on in this life, may we be people that will trust in you. May we be people that will depend on you. No matter how hard things may be. No matter what we have gone through. May we... Trust that, God, you have a better future for us. In the name of Jesus, we can go ahead. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name again this morning. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to fellowship with you. Thank you for speaking to us this morning about trusting in God. Thank you, Lord, because we know you have got a perfect future for us, a perfect plan for us. We pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, you may help us overcome our unbelief, In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we want to trust in you. But sometimes we get overwhelmed by what is happening, by what is going on, by what we see with our eyes, by what we hear. Yes, Lord, we pray that may you help us overcome our unbelief. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, help us have faith in you. Faith unshakable. In the mighty name of Jesus, may we have a stronger faith
1: before, in Jesus' mighty
0: name, in the name of Jesus Christ.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless you for that word. I want us to just lift up our hands. Lord, we are grateful. We are so grateful.
1: You are a good God.
2: My heart, my heart, trusts in You. My heart, my heart, trusts in You. No matter what comes my way, I will trust you forever. No matter what life is, I will trust in you, my Jesus. Trust in you and my life, Jesus. This life is all. Those, yours, yours, yours. Yours, yours, yours,
1: forever.
2: Thank you, Jesus. In this checking. Church- But my Lord Jesus will never fail me. My plans may fail, but this Jesus doesn't fail. I will trust you for as long as I live. I. Will The lord is saying you will do what has not been done in your community you will do what has not been done in your family you will do what has not been done in Zambia in Africa the world over may the lord give you the ability may the lord give you the wisdom may the lord give you the resources that you need in the mighty name of Jesus your dream will not die your dream will not die your protection will not die the lord is saying you will rise and manifest to the place of glorification thank you father our trust in you is not in fear. the bible says those who trust in you are like mount desire nothing will shake us nothing will move us and the bible also tells us that they that trust in you will never be put to shame no matter what is coming our way May the grace of God disgrace whatever wants to disgrace us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, for what you have done today. We are so grateful, Lord, even for this festive season. We believe that Jesus is the reason for the season. Help us, O God, to be able to celebrate this season within the confines of that which pleases you, within the confines of your pleasure. Thank you, Father. We are so grateful. We pray for your man's servant. And Lord, may you increase grace, the anointing and the wisdom on our life. We are so grateful that, Lord, we have been edified, we have been rebuked, we have been corrected, oh Lord, to put our faith where it rightly belongs. Thank you, Father. We are grateful for this presence. And I believe the many prayers that we have offered today, loudly or silently, the Lord has come through for us. Beyond all that we think or imagine. Because of his abundant power that is at work in us. Thank you, Jesus. What I want us to clap for Jesus and I appreciate it.